You've heard of a middleman, the agent, lawyer, or even a mortgage broker that makes sure both sides hold up their side of the deal. They serve a purpose, but they're not always efficient. They can be expensive and they can complicate things. Now, what if I told you you could eliminate the middleman altogether? That's exactly what smart contracts do. They are self-executing digital agreements that allow two parties to make a deal without conflict. Smart contracts are verified, executed, and enforced by a program that runs on a blockchain network like Ethereum, which we talked about back in episode three. You'll remember Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder and creator of Ethereum, built his blockchain network on the success of Bitcoin and then took it one step further. There are a handful of other blockchain networks that run smart contracts like Solana, Cardano, Tezos, and more. But Ethereum was the first and to date the most popular. That's because smart contracts were central to Peter's vision for Ethereum's blockchain. If cryptocurrency cuts out banks and governments, smart contracts cut out the middlemen. For people like me, could it mean the end of my line of work? But more importantly, what can smart contracts do for you? From Matrix Mortgage Global, this is Crypto House, a place where we break down all things crypto in a way that's easy to understand. I'm Sean Allen, the founder of Matrix Mortgage Global, and we're the first mortgage company in Canada to accept cryptocurrency, not only as an asset, but as a form of payment. Whether you're a first-time visitor or you feel at home in crypto, there's something here for everyone, and the door is wide open. Today on Crypto House, we'll learn about smart contracts and mortgage automation, how do smart contracts work, and what kind of impact will they have on the housing market. The process of buying a property can be stressful and long, but once you find your dream home, the traditional mortgage loan process begins and involves a lot of middlemen and intermediaries. The inefficiencies can get out of control because your bank account information, property titles, financial records are all held by separate private and public institutions, which means that they have to be updated, confirmed and shared manually all of which just means mountains of paperwork before you can get your keys. Smart contracts cut out about 10 or more individuals and institutions and streamlines the process. Because with blockchain technology, all of your data will be updated automatically and in real time. If you stored your information on the blockchain, it will be secured, encrypted, and would only be accessed by trusted parties as needed. No more credit pulls by three or four different people or institutions. No more chasing down signatures. As we know by now, transactions and datasets can't be changed once they're recorded and stored on the blockchain. So there's zero opportunity for fraud. With smart contracts, we could radically change the mortgage and home buying process. So how do they work? Think of them like a vending machine. Rows of treats have a listed price. Example, chips are $2. 
If you put in a dollar fifty into the machine, nothing will happen. Why is that? Because the one bag of potato chips costs $2. Put any less, no chips. Put the right amount, you get the chips. And if you put too much, you get the chips and your change. Smart contracts essentially function like a vending machine to help us navigate how smart contracts work and how they will disrupt the housing industry. I'm joined again today by Russell Kors. He's the co-founder and CEO of Easy Exchange. Now, Russell, what do you think will be the impact of smart contracts? I think they're going to have a huge impact, and it, and it really comes down to what a smart contract is. Uh, a smart contract is essentially a computer program that self-executes based on uh, predetermined conditions being met. Um, and so, what that what that means is that you have a you have a legal contract that doesn't require human intervention to execute. It's essentially a series of if-then statements, and uh, if a, a certain condition is met, then the contract executes uh, a predetermined uh, condition. And so, it's it's great because there's no way for either party once a smart contract is issued on the blockchain then all, it just it will sit there and it will wait for the, the conditions to be met and then it will simply execute. There's no way for either party to back out or to not fulfill their end of the contract uh, with, with a smart contract. So there's, there's a lot of advantages uh, compared to legacy contracts, which oftentimes require lawyers to intervene to make sure if one party or the other, you know, changes their mind or, I mean, you know, this happens every day. So... That's the biggest advantage. What Russell means is that on a network like Ethereum, smart contracts use the programming language Solidity. And like any other computer program, they run on a if-then, then-this principle. Like with the vending machine, for example, if you put in $2, then you get your chips. Same with smart contracts. But buying a house is not like buying a bag of chips. So what do we do then? Say you're buying a property. Here's how it would look. The smart contract is programmed and all the parameters are laid out. Then all the assets and variables have to be in a digital format and on the blockchain. This means the property seller uploads digital versions of the deed, appraisal report and home inspection. Then the buyer would upload their credit history, ID, banking info, and payment documentation. The mortgage approval itself is built into the smart contract. So that means the buyer is instantaneously approved for their mortgage once the credit report, proof of income, and down payment are uploaded. Once all the parameters are met, the contract would execute automatically. Money would transfer to the seller and the land title would transfer to the buyer instantly. Rather than taking weeks and months to close, the process could be done in minutes. It could make buying a home as easy as buying chips. It would be fast and efficient because you don't waste time confirming and validating information, which means less people involved. And because the process is automated, that means fewer fees and more money and time in your pocket. Russell. Do you have any real-world examples of how blockchain and smart contracts are already disrupting the status quo? Let's walk through a transaction. 
you know, say I'm a home seller in Miramar and, you know, you're here and you're looking to purchase a property overseas. How would that smart contract play a role in us doing business? We've never met. We're transacting across the world and we're looking to sell a piece of real estate or you're selling a piece of real estate and I'm looking to buy. How would that smart contract play out? Okay, so uh, the seller would have to initiate the process um, and essentially uh, write the contract based on the conditions that they're looking for, the closing date, the price, you know, all of the different factors that go into selling a piece of real estate. They would have to essentially fill in the blanks so that the buyer can see what they're requesting. Um, if the buyer is okay with all of those conditions, then essentially they can they can purchase and you know, the, the easiest way to to facilitate something like this is using NFTs uh, because they have certain advantages in terms of guaranteed authenticity and scarcity and ownership. So you could uh, essentially mint an NFT with a smart contract embedded in it, and the NFT could represent ownership of a physical piece of land. And uh, again, if the buyer... You know, the buyer can theoretically, you can set up a, a system where if the seller is open to negotiation, the buyer can contact them. They can have, you know, more or less a traditional negotiation. And then if the seller is, an amen is amenable, they can alter the smart contract based on the agreed upon negotiations. And then the buyer can follow through and purchase the NFT. And that would give them the deed uh, to, to that property. Now, Right now, you know, this is something that we, we we are going to be working on is working with the industry and working with regulators to ensure that this transaction is recognized as legally valid because ultimately we need the land registry office to update, you know, the, the ownership records uh, in order for this transaction to truly be valid. Um, eventually, we would like that to be automated and have all of the land registry offices connected directly to the blockchain. But right now, we will have to uh, add that little manual piece of the of the process in. But that's essentially the the advantage. Yeah, but we're getting a we're getting a little ahead of ourselves yeah. though with that. I think um, I think right now, just with the smart contracts, exclude the NFT part because some people may not even know what that is. But with regards to the smart contract, that's a very complex piece of technology. Now, do you think people will embrace that? Who's going to program this NFT? How is it going to work? Like, are we going to have to hire programmers? Is going to be a central location where we could just type in some if ands of what we're looking to accomplish with these NFT smart with these uh, smart contracts, and then the system automatically makes the contract for us? How how is that going to play out? So I think, um, you know, it depends on the complexity of the of the proposed transaction uh, with with certain, you know, if there's very simple transactions, you could have um, essentially an online form, uh, you know, that 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 takes a, a user through, asks certain qualifying questions and then automatically generates a smart contract based on the answers. But for more complex, like for, for a full blown real estate transaction, uh, I see uh, specialized lawyers uh, that will be able to, you know, uh, the idea is that you, you still may need a lawyer, but the cost may be, you know, a third or a quarter of what it is today, because once the smart contract is written, then you don't need the lawyers uh, work anymore. Their their efforts are, are done and uh, it's now fully automated. So 
it, it may require, at least initially, it may require, uh, you know, cryptocurrency fam uh, familiar lawyers uh, to, to draft these smart contracts. But eventually it will be self-generated. Eventually we will have, uh, you know, there will, there will be uh, software services offered uh, that will take you through the whole process, you know, much like uh, kind of like the, the way we have, like with DocuSign. Like a lot of these things that used to require lawyers now can be done through automated processes. And, and I see the same thing. It's going to take time, but eventually we will get there with smart contracts. Yeah, and I, I think that's correct. It's just a matter of getting people's mind state to that point, because a lot of people are going to benefit from these innovations, but there's a lot of people who stand to lose as well. And with smart contracts, it's floating around that, you know, they're going to eliminate lawyers out of the transaction. But you're saying that you may still need a lawyer to help execute or write up these smart contracts. But isn't this some type of technology or some code that needs to be drafted that may or may not be outside the scope of a lawyer? Um, like, how are we going to get to that point? Like, what needs to be done to get us to that point where these smart contracts are just a drag and drop like we are using with uh, DocuSign, where we just sign our signatures and away we go? Yeah, it's definitely going to take time. And you're right. Like, right now, it's going to require um, a lawyer that not only understands the real estate market, but also understands... Uh, the cryptocurrency space and and understand smart contracts and eventually for sure like this is lawyers are going to be a critical part of this process at least at least the transition and you know at, at the end of the day even drafting like it would be great to be able to do everything on your own but at the same time you know real estate transactions can be tricky they can be complex and you don't want to make any mistakes in the contract because, you know, we're talking about massive amounts of money. So um, <clears throat> to a certain extent, uh, again, at least initially, uh, it's it's definitely going to require uh, professional legal uh, service to, to make sure that these are this is done right. But eventually it'll become more and more automated as uh, as there, the number of these transactions increase and, and all of the different variables are met, uh, you know, the, 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 the issue is, is that every, every real estate transaction to a certain extent is unique. And, and that's the reason why you need a lawyer, you know, in, in the process to make sure that their client, the client is covered. But uh, once, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of these transactions recorded, every variable will have been you know, we will have come across in, in one in one contract or another. And then at that point, uh, it, it can be, you know, a certain uh, like an automated. I, I see an automated process almost like a Google form where where the the the, the questions continue to get uh, from from general to specific. Uh, and, you know, the seller will just be taken through that process. We'll, we'll put all of their wants and desires in terms of how they'd like to sell their property and then based on those answers that smart contract will be auto-generated clients don't want to be sold they want to be educated matrix mortgage global canada's mortgage company can help you secure financing for your most difficult deal self-employed operate a small business refinancing or using cryptocurrency we have a solution for you their award-winning advisors will cater to your unique situation approved in minutes let matrix mortgage global help you navigate the mortgage process visit matrixmortgageglobal.ca or call 855-55-FUNDS Okay, let me jump in here for a second. 
We've mentioned the benefits often touted of smart contracts and how they can automate payment. The vending machine example and how it could lower collection expenses and the need to go to court to obtain a judgment and mandating payment. While this is indeed true for simpler use cases, it may be less accurate in complex commercial relationships. The reality is that parties are constantly moving funds throughout their organization and do not park total amounts that are due on a long-term contract in anticipation of future payment requirements. In that case, having a smart contract that looks to pull funds from multiple wallets or having a wallet fund itself from other sources will not solve the problem if those wallets or sources of funds also lack the requisite payment amounts. The parties might seek to address this issue through a text-based requirement that a wallet linked to a smart contract always has a minimum amount. But that solution simply would give the party a stronger legal argument if the dispute was adjudicated. It would not render the payment operation of the smart contract wholly automatic. So smart contracts make payments far more efficient. It doesn't mean that they'll eliminate the need to adjudicate payment disputes. So where do smart contracts work best? As we've mentioned, they work best in banking, insurance, healthcare, and real estate because these industries are built upon a system of clear rules, algorithms, and quantifiable terms of engagement. Automated contracts are less suitable for industries where service levels are quantitative in nature, such as hospitality, food, and beverage. So Russell, outside of the industries I've just mentioned, do you have other examples of how the blockchain and smart contracts are disrupting the status quo? So one of the big use cases right now is crypto lending. And, uh, you know, the idea is that as the valuations, I mean, again, right now we're we're in a bear market, but six months ago uh, or at any point or even today, if you bought Bitcoin five years ago, you're still up quite a bit. And the idea is that if you need cash uh, for whatever and you don't want necessarily want to sell your crypto, you can use your crypto as collateral and, and there are websites uh, that are already operating and some of them are doing millions of dollars a day in volume uh, with these loans. And these are all 100 uh, percent managed by smart contracts. So uh, somebody will offer up and you can it's essentially like a marketplace. Like if you want to offer if you're a lender, uh, you go on the website, you say, I'm offering up, you know, one hundred thousand dollars. Uh, I would like 10 percent. Uh, I would, you know, I, I can lend it out for 90 days. You, you, you set all of your parameters and then uh, you, you know, your offer uh, appears in the marketplace and there's a smart contract that's auto generated behind that. Uh, somebody that needs a loan, they come onto the website, they see your loan. They're amenable to the terms. They click OK. They then take, uh, you know, it'll upload uh, to escrow. Uh, the cryptocurrency that they that they are going to use as collateral, uh, the fiat is uh, released to them, and the, again the smart contract manages everything. And typically these sites are over collateralized, so you usually have to put about 150 percent in crypto of what you're borrowing. 
And what happens is if you miss a payment, like the, it's all 100% automated. So the payment schedule is known. And if you miss a payment, then the smart contract automatically releases your collateral to the lender. Uh, and it's again, 100% uh, automated, no human intervention whatsoever. And it's, and it's a very, very effective use case uh, because these loans are you know, very straightforward. There's not a lot of complexity to them. Uh, so they're perfect for smart contract auto generation. Uh, and uh, like I said, there's, there's probably across the whole industry, tens of millions of dollars of uh, volume per day uh, across all of these lending sites. Smart contracts have the ability to remove the middleman and streamline the process of purchasing a home and even the lending systems. Thank you, Russell, for joining us. And now I leave you with my two cents. If you've been following the crypto ecosystem for a while, you know that right now we can only use Bitcoin scripts to designate when or why a Bitcoin is spent. But a proposed Bitcoin upgrade could introduce new scripting logic for how a transaction could spend specific coins. This means proposal CTV or BIP 119 could strengthen cold storage and create more private and scalable multi-party transactions and enable a slew of other applications that are generally marketed as bringing smart contract capability to Bitcoin. However, any changes to Bitcoin script depend on a consensus of the community and as of right now, they're split on whether the world's largest cryptocurrency will adopt the proposal. Thank you for joining me this week as we walk through smart contracts. Up next, we'll be diving into the world of NFTs. Until then, for more information on our guests and how to follow us on social media, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more information, visit matrixmortgageglobal.ca. Thanks for stopping by. Come back soon. You're always welcome here at the Crypto House.